Welcome to St. Stephen's Chapel's Bible Study Podcast with your host, Pastor Manny Alanese. Join us as we spend a few minutes going through the entire Bible verse by verse. For more information and to support us financially, visit our website at saintstephenschapel.org. That's Saint, S-A-I-N-T, Stevens, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S, chapel.org. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to St. Stephen's Chapel's Bible Study Podcast. So glad you're joining us. Today, we're looking at the most famous verse in the New Testament, John 3, 16. While this may be the most popular verse in the New Testament, it is probably the most distorted verse as well. Theologian R.C. Sproul said that the people who distort this verse love the universality of the verse, but hate the particularity of the verse. In other words, they like that God's love promises life to all, everyone. That's the universality. But they don't like that God's promise comes only to those who believe in his son, the particularity of the verse. This is a distortion of the true meaning of this passage. Before we go into more detail, let me remind you not to hesitate to listen to these studies more than once and to share them with others, including placing them on your social media. So now, do you have a few minutes to spend that will enrich your life with the blessings of the Lord? Let us gather ourselves, our thoughts, and focus our attention on Holy Scripture as we join together in the presence of His glory and prayer. O glorious one, open our hearts and minds to the power of your Holy Spirit that As the scriptures are read and your word is proclaimed, we may hear with joy what you say to us today. Amen. Hear now the word of the Lord found in John chapter 3, verses 16 through 18. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only son of God. This is the word of the Lord. As we look at the 16th verse of John, it is clear that nowhere in the entirety of Holy Scripture do we see the difference between what God gave Moses, which is the law, and the grace and truth that comes through the Son of God, Jesus Christ. Yes, the only hope of humanity, of the world, is found in Christ our Lord. Prior to this verse, We had been looking at an interchange between Jesus and Nicodemus. Jesus informs Nicodemus that a person must be born again, born of the Spirit, in order to see the kingdom of God. Then Jesus informs Nicodemus that rebirth comes only upon those whom the Holy Spirit chooses. Finally, Jesus puts the pieces of the gospel message for salvation together by revealing a future event that had not at that moment taken place, the cross. 
Jesus says to Nicodemus, and to us, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. The lifting up has a double meaning. The exaltation of the Christ in his glorification and the raising up on the cross, the crucifixion. Whosoever looks and believes in Christ as the one who heals their sins, as their substitutionary atonement, will be saved. Theologian Herman Ritterboss says, The crucifixion is not presented as Jesus' humiliation, but as the exaltation of the Son of Man. Jesus' suffering and death were the way that he could return to God the Father and be glorified by the Father, so that the Lord would grant eternal life to those who believed in Christ. Now, in verse 16, there is a notable change in the storyline. The narrator, the writer of this gospel, John, begins to speak. He, John, summarizes all of this by reducing it to its ultimate simplicity with the statement, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. God gave. There is no greater expression of love demonstrated by God the Father than to give us his only begotten Son. This is the measure of God's love, and it underlines the lifting up of his Son. That's right, the greatest gift ever. God did not even spare his only Son for our salvation, namely to die on the cross in our stead, on our behalf, this is the central significance. Without this, we cannot be saved. This is the gospel message of the story of our redemption. This is the only way, the narrow road into heaven. There is no other way, nor could there be. The gospel call for salvation is universal because it goes out to the entire world. However, it is particular because salvation comes only through faith in Jesus Christ. We should understand that this message is an inclusive call, open to all. Why? Because everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Everyone who believes in Jesus Christ will be saved. Romans 10, 13. If you believe in Christ, you will not be condemned by the wrath of God's judgment. If you do not believe in Christ, you are condemned already. Please remember, as our passage clearly states, that you cannot see the kingdom of God nor answer the call to come to Jesus Christ unless you are born again. This is God acting upon you first while you are still dead in your sins. So that's the question. How do you know if you've been born again? Well, the wonderful sign is that if you're even asking the question, if you're even concerned about whether or not you have been born again, if that concern is upon you, then the Holy Spirit is already at work within you. Yes, God has taken out your heart of stone and given you a heart of flesh for you to believe in Christ. The gospel message is a proclamation for salvation. It comes with an invitation for you to come to Christ. 
Christ and believe in him. But it requires a response from you. Yes, you who have been born again must still respond to the call. As it says in Romans 10, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with your heart one believes and is justified, and with your mouth one confesses and is saved. Until next time, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Amen. You've been listening to Manny Alanese, pastor at St. Stephen's Chapel. For more information and to support us financially, visit our website at ststephenschapel.org. That's St. S-A-I-N-T, Stevens, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S, chapel.org. Now from Manny and the entire St. Stephen's Chapel family, thank you for your prayers. And join us next time as we seek to glorify God verse by verse.